Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very... Word of God. I hope you're having a great day today, and I hope you've been busy in your service of the King, a service for the King. Hope you've been reading your Bible. I hope you've been spending time in prayer. I hope you passed out some gospel tracts. There's something you can do, I promise you that, every single day to advance the cause of Christ. That'd be a good thing to write down somewhere. Do something every day to further the cause of Christ. Every day, find something, whether it's to pass out a tract, pray for people, encourage someone, go to church, whatever it is. Do something daily that can advance uh, the cause of our Savior. And I tell you, time is short. Jesus is coming soon. We don't know when he's coming. We just know he's a coming. <laughs> we know he's coming any day now. He's coming at any moment. He is imminently on the way. And he could come even before this broadcast is over. And I'll tell you what would be great is if God, when he comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, if he'd find us busy, if he'd find us serving, uh, fulfilling the command to occupy until he comes. We're going to be looking today in 1 Peter chapter 4. We've been in 1 Peter chapter 3 for about seven or eight broadcasts, and so we just transitioned into the next chapter. And so if you're listening today, you're here on the flagship study in chapter 4, 1 Peter, and we'll find that this theme is continuing the sufferings of the Savior, suffering or adversity in the Christian life, and we find out that there's some positive benefits to suffering. That's right. Now, I don't think any of us would vote for it. In our flesh, I would say we definitely would not vote for it, but there are some positive benefits from suffering. When you suffer for well-doing, when you suffer for the right reason, when you suffer for your testimony, there are some benefits, some blessings, some things that result from that suffering. We talked about that in chapter 3, Christ suffered for our sin. Why? Because of the result, the benefit, the out. Uh, coming uh, that would happen from his suffering. We would be saved. He made a way for us to be reconciled unto God. And so there was a point, if you will, to his suffering. Verse number one of chapter four, let's look at it together. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves. That's a, probably a trigger verse for a liberal. Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. If you were to ask me, what is the purpose, what is the point of life? Why is it that I am here? What is uh, the point of life? I would say that the purpose and point of life is summed up in those four words, the will of God. Every one of us here today has a will of God. God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has a very specific will for every one of us. And success in life is not making money. Success in life is not fame. Success in life is not even success as far as the world's definition. 
But all of that would come from the will of God. Finding the will of God, fulfilling the will of God, finishing the will of God, seeing the will of God come to fruition in your life, that's where success is. So the entire point of the Christian life is to do the will of God. Now, we're finding in these verses that one of these positives that can result from our suffering, which is a negative thing, the flesh hates to suffer. I don't want to suffer, and I know you don't want to suffer, but one of the positives that comes out of that is it can help us get in and do the will of God. You know, God sometimes has to uh, temper his children. He has to check his children. He has to bring them into submission, into alignment. And how does God do that? Well, sometimes God might have to do that through suffering. Now, let's look at it. Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh. When Christ lived here on this planet uh, bodily, as Jesus walked this earth those 33 and a half years, he suffered. He suffered in the flesh. He suffered being hungry and tired. He suffered being uh, uh, hurt and harmed. He suffered all these things that we were in all points. He was tempted like as we, yet without sin. But Jesus suffered to give us an example of suffering. And so the Bible said, how do we make it through our suffering? Here it is, arm yourselves with the same mind. Arm yourselves. Now that word arm refers to armaments. It's almost like you'd say that soldier's armed, that policeman is armed. You better arm yourself. There's danger approaching. That means get out something hot, you know, get out something heavy, get out some something with some firepower in it because you've got an adversary, you've got an enemy, you've got something that's coming to take your life. So you better arm yourself. Now the Bible's telling us just like a soldier pick up his uh, his his uh, weapon, uh, just like in in Peter's day they'd pick up their sword, their spear, whatever it be. We're to arm ourselves with the same mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. When we go through adversity and suffering for the cause of Christ, we must make sure that we arm ourselves with the mind of Christ. We've got to understand why we go through suffering. That same mind, excuse me, that same mind that Peter is giving to us, this expression of you suffer, but God's in control. You suffer, but God has a purpose. We've got to keep that thought, that truth in the forefront, in the forefront foremost part of our thinking. If not, we're going to get negative. If not, we're going to get bitter. If not, we're going to question, doubt, and maybe even backslide and leave God altogether because we don't keep our mind armed. So arm yourselves with that same mind. And here's the reason why we suffer. For he that has suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. Now, what does that mean? Well, the thought is this. When we go through adversity or suffering, especially when it comes for the cause of Christ, persecution, that keeps us, to an extent, out of sin. It may be that God at times will allow these things to happen in our lives. Why? As sort of a preventative. It's amazing when you're living for God, and especially when you're suffering for your living for God, how disgusting sin will get to you. When you're in the heat of a spiritual battle, and when the devil's just raging in your life and you're living for God and reading your Bible and walking the way you should, it's amazing how dis, uh, disgusting, distasteful sin becomes in your life. So you can think about it. I mean, God, all throughout the book of Acts, that church went through persecuting times, but that was they were pure churches. You study those early churches, they were powerful churches. Uh, those were churches that were getting the gospel uh, promoted all over the, the, the world. They were persecuted. They were having their heads cut off. They were being thrown in prison. They were being martyred uh, for their faith. Many of those that we talk about, Paul and Peter, Stephen, others, they died 
for their testimony. But I tell you what, a pure product it produced. Why? Because they lived in persecution. That persecution was almost like the refiner's fire that gets all that dross from that gold and all that imperfection out of that precious uh, um, substance. And then it skimmed off the top. Persecution uh, it will help as far as that goes, skim out that sin in our life and help us to live holy unto God. Verse number two, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men. The thought is we shouldn't spend the rest of our lives in the desires of our flesh doing our own thing, but rather we want to do the will of God. I'm not after what Justin wants or what pleases me or what I would desire, but I want to know what God wants and what God's pleased with and what God desires for my life. So sometimes suffering comes and it helps in that area of life. It helps me desire holiness and it helps me desire to have God's heart. It helps me desire to find the will of God, to fulfill the will of God, to finish the will of God. And by the way, that's the entire reason reason why you've been created. You've been created to bring glory to God. You've been created to find His will and do it. You've been created to do a work for Him until you see Him face to face. We're not here uh, just to have nice homes and drive fancy cars and make big paychecks and enjoy all these luxuries of the world. This world is not our home. I'm thankful for those things, and I'm glad you get those things, and, and I'm not against those things, but that's not why I am here. I am here to do the will of God, and there is a will of God, and God God might see a child of God from time to time getting too comfortable in this world, getting too used to this world, getting too adjusted, if you will, uh, to this world. And so then suffering might have to come along. And that suffering is not to kill and not to harm, but it's to help. It's to help us to have a right view of sin and a proper view of ourselves and the high view of God and say, you know what I desire? I desire to do the will of God for my life. You and I are going to have to understand we're going to face suffering. We're going to face suffering sometimes because of our own mistakes. But also in this world, you're going to suffer persecution and tribulation if you live for the Savior. But don't disdain it. Don't get bitter about it. Just stay faithful. Press on. God will guide you through it. And I promise you this, you'll be better off on the backside of suffering. And thank God for His will. Let's find it and let's fulfill it for our lives. Until next time, this has been Pastor Cooper asking to pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.